guys these type of events and I'll, and I'll pitch BSCAI and ISSA shows. You guys have to start learning about those type of events because that's where the magic happens. What you guys are doing right now, talking shop peer to peer, that is how you guys grow and build your business. It's not by educational workshops. Don't get me wrong, those are great, but it's peer to peer. Us here are what, we, we are the future of the industry, right? I was just at an event at BOMA up in Boston. I had ABM, ABLE. ABM just acquired ABLE. A little bit of stats on that. ABM has 126,000 employees. They just acquired a company, ABLE, with 12,000 employees. That's a big, big acquisition, big market uh, company, right? But if you put all of us together and you put all of the other small businesses, we are 90% of the industry. Let me tell you again, 90% of the industry is companies like us. Why can't we compete and get that business, grow, scale, and be bigger, right? So, not to say that we're there, we are nowhere near there, but we are growing our company, and we just wanted to share that story, because again, it's about our stories. So after we're done talking, Dominic's gonna be moving, dodging, going in, uh -oh. this, going in the crowd, because again, I hear the questions you guys are asking each other and talking, I need you guys to, to amplify that. I need you guys to ask those questions on the mic so other people can hear those questions and answers because share, sharing is caring, right? So enough of that. I got some fellas up here, a uh, little bit of background. I, was, I don't know if you guys all know Tony yet. Tony is the Rosa in Rosa Live. Woo! Right? He's the Rosa. And before I get to the fellas though, we're, this is my girl Marley, my wife. wife, Marley. So when people say, Rick, how did you start? Where did you start? It was with her, cleaning toilets. Every day, all day, 18 hours a day. I, I would bring her up, but I don't, do you want to? We had some fun though, Marley, we had some fun. All right, so next to Tony is Jay, Jay Gonzalez. He runs, he runs our RCM. So if you guys, a lot, of, a lot of people may not know what RCM. RCM is Rosa Contractors and Maintenance. So we'll get into where that came from and what that brand is. Dominic on the, all the way to the right. A little bit of a note with Dominic is he used to be in a boy band. Oh, man. That's why he... I, I had a feeling that was going to come up. He, he loved Boom. that mic. All right. But these guys are... Dominic was my boss. Jay owned the company that we were And Jay at. was my boss, yeah. by the way. So we, boss, came, yeah. we came from the mortgage business. That's how we learned how to be salesmen, right? Like, we are all salesmen. Because that was a tough industry that we learned really from the bottom up. I was an appointment setter. I was, uh, I was closing deals that I probably shouldn't have been closing, but we won't talk about that. So, but the reason I want to bring these guys up is these are big pieces on top of the ladies that I have over here as far as how we are, where we are today, how we got there. Again, it's because of my family, my friends. This is how we grew and scaled our businesses on top of processes. Processes came though by failing. I failed a lot. I failed, 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 and I, and I continue to fail, but we learn from those failures. So in the next 15 minutes, I'm gonna take you guys from literally the first couple of years to the middle of the years to where we're at today, because even just today we got some fantastic news and some bigger opportunities that we got coming. But in the beginning, me, Tony, Marley, my mom, my father, my aunt, clean, 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 
didn't make any money, didn't know what the hell I was getting into. And, and this is realness for everybody, right? I acquired, I, I bought a franchise that I, I, from the outside looking in, it looked like it was making money. Not the case. You know, he was doing all the cleaning. I was like, well, wait, hold on, you have no employees? Like, there's no profits? Like, what's going on here? I, I was a little scared, not gonna lie. The first six months, I was still trying to do it as a side hustle. First year ends, we, we didn't make any money. I was like, you know, did I, did I leave a corporate job to do this, clean toilets, get yelled at, me and Marley would clean a daycare and every morning wake up and, and on Mondays afraid, like, are we good? And nothing, no. Any complaints? And there comes a message. The daycare, it was always daycares. That's why we don't do daycares anymore. Is, did you guys even mop? I'm like, I freaking mopped two hours. What, what do you mean did I not mop? So the leaving the keys, did we leave the keys? Oh, oh my gosh, I can't yeah, find the keys. So, Let's drive back an hour to find yeah. the keys. We, and then on top of find that, find them we, in the car. We picked the territory that was an hour and a half from our house. Another big mistake. Don't do that. That's a bad one. And we would come home like, babe, did you lock the did you lock the school? She's like, I don't. Did you lock the school? I'm like, I don't know. Did you push the door? Like, remember, it automatically locks. She's like, I don't know. I'm like, shit. Should we go? We just go check. Get up. Drive all the way, and I remember coming out. Babe, we locked the door. We're good. To drive all the way back again. Three-hour drive our, in the middle of the night. That's our business. That's how much you care. I know all you guys care about your business the same way. So we're growing our business. We're like, we need, we need additional. We need help. We need skilled help. I how do you hire your first manager? How do, you know, like, I, I, what, what's the job description look like? You know, who do you? I got friends. Should I hire my friend? Like, I think, I think he could help me. So when Dominic came on board, I was probably a year into Swept, right? And we were, we were probably 25, 30 employees. We had like 50, 60 accounts. We were already probably almost a $2 million in revenue company. But I had a lot of problems because I was wearing all the hats. I was, putting, I was overwhelming my team. Shit was scary. It was tough. Like, it, I didn't know if we were going to make it, right? In comes Dominic. And then Dominic, why don't you share, take over the conversation on when you came on board. Oh, man. Well, uh, okay, so I'll introduce myself. Dominic, Director of Operations here, Rosalato Services. Uh, wow. When we first started, I mean, he came in, he's like, hey, Dom, man, I want to I wanna kind of, I want you to come and join me. I'm like, dude, I'm not cleaning toilets, man. I'm serious. I, and I literally, like, not that it wasn't beneath me. I was just like, I ain't cleaning toilets, man, you know, because we we're like brothers like that. What am I doing now, right now? Cleaning toilets, right? So literally. So, but, you know, at, in, when he needed the help at the time, I didn't know. I had no idea how huge this industry is, right? I had no freaking clue. I didn't know anything. I knew sales, right? We knew sales. And then we're like, all right, cool. So I started learning more and more. He sent me to everything, ISSA, BSEAI, all these classes, eight hours. I'm like, number one, this is very expensive. I'm like, this is crazy. But I learned so much, which is kind of like what we're doing right now. Um, so little by little, I started learning from him, and I'm, I talk a lot, and that's why they're making fun of me right now, because I talk a lot. But no, right? So, but I ask a lot of questions. I'm just that type of guy. I'm the why guy. You know, some people are like, just tell me what to do. And me, I'm like, why? But tell me why. Okay, I understand, but why? So I asked millions and millions of questions while we we're going through it, and eventually just keep adding more accounts. Um, every time we made a mistake, and one of the biggest things that I learned is every time I made a mistake, I wanted to know how to never make that mistake again. And I didn't know that it took a ton of processes and protocols to do that. Remember, I came from sales. I don't know what the hell processes and protocols are. So little by little, we just kind of grew. Processes and protocols, 
I, we had, actually, we hired my cousin, right, to help out part-time. And you know what? I, there, we didn't let anybody talk to the clients because Ricky was trying to do something. What he means by, he, we call it firing yourself. You want to fire yourself as an owner from that position. And you want to kind of give yourself, you know, you want to give that role because as an owner, everybody knows here, you, you have everybody, you're HR, you're the sales guy, you're the operations, you're doing everything. So you wanted to fire himself from that position so he can work, as he says, on the business and then have me work in the business, which, well, by the way, I love that. But what a huge learning experience for me to do that, right? Hands on. He's like, well, you ain't doing nothing until guess what? You better go clean an office. You're going to have to go learn how to clean a medical clinic. You're going to have to learn how to clean a restaurant. You have to clean out how the engineering buildings are done. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. I'm like, there's a difference? <laughs> and they are. There's all these different styles of cleans, and I didn't know that. What's post-construction, right? And I didn't know those things. So going over and over and over, and then... Long story short, I guess I could say is that we got into more services. Then I'm like, hey, Rick, well, what if we, you know, try to do, I don't know, order supplies for these people? He's like, yeah, I guess we could do that. All right, cool. We figured it out. All right, cool. Made mistakes. Lost a lot of money. <laughs> then we're like, oh, what about handyman services? He's like, what do you mean? Well, the client's like, can you, hold, can you do a soap dispenser? Can you hang up some soap dispensers? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, and this is one thing that I learned from Rick, and you guys probably know this already now. Never say no. Don't ever tell a client no, just say, let me get back to you, right? Don't say yes, maybe, depending on if you could do it or not, but never say no because you might be able to solve the request or their issue, whatever the case may be, right? So then, I, then I'm like, Rick, uh, they want us to hang up some soap designs. like, how many? I'm like, I'm like 10 medical clinics. I'm like, I don't know what to freaking do. I'm like, we could stick them on. And then I talk to a professional. He's like, what? He's like, you got to anchor those things in. I'm like, what's anchoring? What's that? I don't, I don't freaking know what that is, right? So, so then I literally call. My but again, by the way, we're all best friends. I know it sounds weird, but my best friend Jay, and I'm like, Jay, like I got a problem. He's like, what? He's, I'm like, you come from construction, you come from this world. I'm like, they want us to hang out these soap dispensers. He's like, all right, cool. What's it pay? Like right away, right? I'm like, I don't freaking know. He's like, all right, well, here, well, what are you gonna charge? I'm like, I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. He's like, all right, here's what you wanna do. Boom, boom, boom. I call back the client. There's no exaggeration. It's like on a Wednesday or Thursday. So I call him back on Monday. And I already had access to the billings, right? So I call them back on Monday and like, hey, you know, uh, you know, how many, you know, what can you do, blah, blah. I'm like, they're done. He's like, what are you talking about? Every location's done. We did it all over the weekend. I think we did together, I think we did like six locations and he did by himself the other five. Now, by the way, he's not even working with us and nothing. He's not doing anything related to us, right? So I call, he's like, really? And you know what the client said? What else can you do? Right? What else can you do? And I was like, oh, shit, all right. <laughs> so, you know, Jay's like, that's how you want to bill, you know, because I didn't know, you know, and then he's like, all right, we got to figure out the price point. Now you got to compare and be competitive to other markets. Like, what are other people like handyman doing or plumbers or electric, whatever, all that stuff, right? Now I got all these tickets coming in. I'm like, I'm doing stuff in Excel. I don't know, I don't, have a, I don't know what ticket system is. I'm doing stuff in Excel. Stuff. I remember on Thanksgiving, I was literally scratching off. Did we do this? Yeah, check the email. Scratch that off, scratch it off. Like literally by hand, manually doing these things. I don't know how to do handyman services, but I knew someone who did. And we're gonna get into that. So then long story short, the client says, hey, you got a lot of tickets now. And I'm, Ricky's like, we got a lot of tickets now. We need to hire a professional. And that's when I call Jay, who has the background, of course, maintenance, plumbing, electrician, you know, GC. Basically, he's a can GC. I, can I chime in here real quick? So to piggyback on recruiting. So finding people like him, like Dominic, I'm not saying he was, he's a diamond now, but was he at that point? No. But he got polished up. But he got polished up. 
And that's our diamond. So all these people here are our gems. And that's why we are where we are, because of that passion, the drive, the com all of us. You know what I mean? Like, we're a team. So the way Dom talks and he's fired up and engaging, like, we're lucky and we're blessed to have that. So as owners, you got to appreciate what you have. And you got to empower and build. And yeah. I think Jay's huge on that, so, too. So to, to just sidestep with that, you guys know how I reference family all the time. So I was like, all right, well, I got to put a face to the family for you guys. So Tilly over there. Oh, come on. I'm just saying, Tilly, Mom, is, Tony's, Tilly, is, Tony, <laughs> Tilly is Tony's mom, right? Yeah. Tilly was one of the first five employees that worked with us in the first six months you made zero dollars. But we're going to talk about that. No, so she handles payroll for us, right? Over, over here, you got my mom sitting down. Right there. No, I'm just saying, I don't have to get up. Just, like, again, I, I just want to be a man of my word when I tell you guys, like, family is what drives our business. This is my family here, right? Marley, my wife, like you guys know. Jamie, I've known this girl since she was 18 years old. She's a CPS school teacher, and you see her here now. Two degrees. She's here working with us, right? You got Vianney, who started as a cleaner, who has the first picture of the first day she worked here up on the wall. She was just a cleaning technician. Now she runs quality control, All right? Nationwide quality control. J Julie here, again, front desk receptionist, just started in, just wanted to get to know us and work here. Now she runs our supply management for over the whole country. Michelle is my brother's fiance, <laughs> who starts doing marketing. She started building our website. I'm like, what else can you do, right? My brother's not here. He probably runs away. He doesn't want to talk. He is my- He, he should be up here. He is our CFO. He is what turned the switch for us to completely start buying properties, acquiring companies. Like, he is 30 years old, my little brother, that is a beast with finances, he right? Changed, he changed the so, whole, our trajectory. Edgar, I know you were talking to him, right? right? Like, not saying that you guys all have to know finance, but find a numbers guy. Find a finance, a, a fractional CFO, somebody that can, because that is something that could hurt your business if you don't know that portion. You do not have to take that on yourself. There he is. There he is. There he is. So again, just. We talk about a trajectory being changed. He's the reason. We are in a whole different trajectory because of Alex. So let's give him a round of applause. I just. I didn't mean to call them out, but I just, I thought, you know, there's way more people here to call out too. I don't know where Big Dom is. He's somewhere hiding. Julian just joined us. This kid messaged me on Instagram. To, Rick, can I just work at your company? Can I? And now, now he's an operations coordinator traveling the country. So again, you guys, you can make an impact on people's lives. Know that, you know, we're, it's, you're, we're not just in a cleaning industry. We're in, in a in essential business, okay? So there's a lot that we can do. To take it away. Oh, Tilly, you want to join us? Sure. You want to? <laughs> All right. To Jay, right? Again, people thought, Rosalado, you're a cleaning company. Right? Like, yeah, we're a cleaning company. Uh, what else can you do? Clients asked us. All right, we do this, this, and that. Okay. They continue to look at us as a cleaning company, though, because our name said Rosalado Cleaning, right? Our website says rosalatocleaning.com. Our messaging said Rosalado Cleaning. Jay comes into the picture, I mean, and it's, maintenance is another beast. I'm not telling you guys to take it upon yourself, 
What I'm telling you is find other people that you know, find other potential partners, because the minute you start to add these additional services, you guys become a different service. You become mission critical for your clients. Being mission critical means you, you almost cannot be fired, right? Not again, everybody can be fired, but you, when they rely on you, you're in a different ball game. We've got clients now that rely on us for everything in their facility. And I want Jay to just step in where, how Jay got involved. Talk about when you overheard the opportunities that we were missing and where that catapulted you today with the company. Well, I'm not sure if I can share all of that, but. Yeah. <laughs> not all of it, not all of it. Uh, well, hello, everybody. I wanna, this thing's so loud. Um, first, uh, how about a round of applause for Ricky putting this together? I mean, come on. This is pretty cool. I don't get out here much. So seeing this, I'm like, man, if I ever have a party, I know who to call. <laughs> Another service, by the way, we're going to add starting on Monday. Event new planning. house? Yes. New house, too? Yeah, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know how much more I can explain what, uh, upon what he just said other than what we did moving from just the janitorial side into what we do now. It was very organic. What I mean by that is it happened almost naturally, not forced, not something that we, I think, ever planned to do. Um, but there was a, a need, and I think everybody's here because we, we, we want to be in a service of some sort. We, we serve that service, and I've always loved to work with my hands, being in the construction business, um, in the field, and providing a service seeing somebody's uh, smile and them thanking you for a good job is there's nothing that could be said for that when i came on board ricky and dominic tony and the crew had built something fantastic uh seeing instagram and 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 the uh, facebook presence that they have looks really cool and 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 what they've done was uh very impressive i was uh like he said earlier came from the finance world and uh, if anybody else here has been in the finance world before, uh, it is uh, very, uh, it takes a toll on you. Uh, mentally, it's very challenging. So uh, with, and it's not recession proof, right? So this uh, was a great chance and opportunity for me to come on board and Dominic was my roommate at the time. And just overhearing, like I said, organically, it just naturally happened. It's not like it was like a plan but we kept hearing his conversations uh, of that one client that he was talking about. Um, what else can he do? Uh, so I kind of in, put myself in that position to answer those questions, and from that it really evolved. And again, the little things that we started doing and where we're at today started just from that, uh, a, a sense, uh, a urgency, and the question, what else can you do? And yeah, we, we hardly ever say no. Uh, I say no a lot more now, uh, just because we're, we're so busy, but um, that's a blessing. And uh, I couldn't be happier to be where I'm at with these guys at my side every day. Uh, it's so natural uh, to just finally feel like you belong. You don't gotta, ah, oh, gotta go back to the office. Ah, oh, gotta go deal with this. And that was, that's finance. Uh, this was a whole different game. And what these guys have done, um, Rick, Tony, Marley, 
and Dominic, um, it was almost like, how can I get in there, you know? And uh, I was just very proud and happy to have the opportunity to, to come on board to a fantastic team, family-oriented, and it was, uh, again, natural, because we were already friends. And a uh, little side note, Ricky and I, I cannot think of a time that we've ever butted heads, ever. And we just got back from Boston, and you know, we, we flew into Boston, got there, we were setting up our stuff, and for the first time, we butted heads. And I bad. call my Go guy, bad. and I call my guy uh, at home, I'm like, man, what's going on, blah, blah, you know, getting, getting, getting the, the land of the lay, lay of the land. And I said, you know, Rick and I butted heads. He's like, what? You and Rick? I'm like, yeah, me and Rick butted heads bad. He's like, wow, what happened? I'm like, I don't know, but I'm bleeding. And, uh, and, and, and seriously, uh, I got to go to Walgreens to get some bands. He goes, oh, my God, seriously? I'm like, yeah, we not figuratively butted heads. We literally butted heads. And he had his cap on backwards and the two, you know, the little pokes that he, the, on those caps literally dug into my forehead and I still got the scab. But we literally butted heads for the first time. And that was the only time, and hopefully will be the only time and the last time, so right? Talk, so talk about a job we shouldn't have been doing. We should not be setting up booths. At, <laughs> at, that is not our job to be setting up booths because that's what happens. This kid was bleeding. Jay was walking Literally around looking bleeding. like this. Yeah. Hey, guys, how are you? <laughs> yeah, the next day I'm like, hey, guys. <laughs> Literally butted heads. But that was pretty funny. But anyway, um... Yeah, uh, our services uh, evolved um, from a need and, and obviously from listening uh, to those needs and seeing how we could supply um, what they were looking for. And so every question that came from Dominic would come to me and we'd come up with a solution or figure out if we could do it or, or find the right, um, the right place to send it, right? Um, whether it's finding a great plumbing company, whether it's finding a great contractor, whether it's finding a, you know, another person that we can partner up with. And that's hard to do. So you really have to do your homework because if that's your client, you don't want to come out bad. So you always want to put your best foot forward. Um, but that's how we started is the need to uh, trying to figure out uh, how we could help. And we were always willing to help if, even if we had to do it ourselves. Um, but that's how we started. And like I said, couldn't be happier. Uh, very proud. This is amazing. And uh, very happy to be part of the Rosalado team. Uh, can't, couldn't imagine doing anything else, for real. It was awesome. Nice, nice. So that pretty much takes me to, because what we want to do is just wrap this up and do some Q&A. And literally, like I said, guys, get some real questions from you guys. Um, just questions that you guys want answers. Again, if you guys are ready, I heard you guys talking to Dom in the back. Jody, I heard you back there with good questions. But what Jay just touched on, I'll end with. Partners. You know, I got a great partner right here in front, right here, Paul. Oh. Like, Paul. we are, the only way we're working in 30 states and we're gonna be in 48 states in the next two years is by affiliate partnerships, subcontracting network. You guys are the future for us to grow. We wanna be the future for you guys to grow. This is a big push for us to collaborate, make you guys, again, there's, there's a bad rap with subcontracting. There really is. 
But it doesn't have to be that way, right? Like if, if you treat your colleagues the right way and you take care of them and you add value, it's a partnership now. Uh, a long time, yeah, six years, because I've been here for five and a half, and she, you guys were already working with Ricky when I got here. So, yeah, I mean, think about that. Think about the partnership. Think about the strength in numbers, right? You know? So, yeah, so what Ricky's talking about is that there's people that are asking questions, and me, I'm, I'm a crazy fanatic. I love to talk, and I'm an operations and sales guy all day. Systems, process, protocols. You have to think, like, in operations, you have to think like an engineer. Like, you have to break things down. It's kind of like, it's what I love. And I came from sales, so it does help when you're going on walkthroughs and things like that. So, but like questions like Jody, some of the people that were asking, Omar was asking some very, very, very intricate questions. That's what, that's what this is about. We want to answer some of those questions. Listen, by the way, we don't know everything, okay? Let me be very clear. <laughs> you know, everyone operates completely differently. Everyone completely, you guys all operate, everyone thinks different. Everyone's in different markets, by the way. Learn that the hard way. <laughs> different markets operate different ways. Different clients, different markets, different clients think differently. Yeah, you got, so real quick too, just some, not that I'm calling out names here too, right? But you got my boy Connor here, who you guys should all be connecting with. He's gonna be speaking tomorrow on sales and bidding. You got Mark Limberry here. A lot of you guys at, we're a lot of Facebook friends here, right? <laughs> Facebook. Facebook friends, but awesome. these are people that, man, pick their brains. These guys know what they're talking about. They've been in the business. Again, I cannot stress enough. But let's let's get some questions. Yeah, that's let's a, get, yeah. Let's, let's ask get some, some questions. questions. Let's, let's Raise really your hands. Deep. Let's dig deep for the next thirty minutes before we leave here. Okay, Mark, what do you got? Oh, we're in countries now. No, no countries. No, yet. we're we're in about we're not 30, yet. Not 30 yet. states now. So it's th okay. So actively, actively thirty. Yeah. So we're physically in those states right now. But we're we're actually guaranteed with a specific client in all forty-eight. I said, Jason, actually, Jay says this is a joke, but it's true. Maybe it is, I don't know. He said in Hawaii, he will put up one soap dispenser a day. So it might take some time. He might have to spend some time in Hawaii, so and that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, currently, yeah. And we're traveling like crazy, too. And we have some people in here that are a witness to that. Like, for example, I know, Paul, we're not picking on you, but Paul, for example, is in two of those states. So Paul literally has all North Carolina, South Carolina, killing it now, seriously. Yeah. Ernesto, Papa Ernesto. Papa Ernesto. So, good question. Two part, good question. So the subcontractor part, we already have an agreement with our client. They know we're building a network. It is not us self-performing. We can if we want to, right? Depends on the market. There are markets that we know the amount of locations that are being built. We need to set up shop and start hiring employees. But if it's a smaller market, we'll team up with somebody and, and let them help us manage that account. Yeah, we're transparent about it. But we're it's, it's Orange it's County, client, by the way, for us. It's client expectations. LA, LA, Orange County. Okay. Oh, so, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So based off subcontractors? I thought you said California, sorry. Northern, so, Carif Northern California is a whole other, gotcha. that's a whole other world. Ernesto, when we base it off subcontractors and we're in different states and it's client-based, we tell them, we're very transparent, we tell them, this is a client-based contract and we lay it all out there. So it's gotta be, it's gotta be in writing, it's gotta be put up from the beginning, you gotta have your COI, your I-9, everything's gotta be there. And we can't work with somebody that doesn't have everything together. But it's based off client expectations. Yeah. And but, but, but the client that you're serving yeah. understands that yep. Red Associates is providing 
exactly, yeah. And, and there's, everything's like systems. We have systems in place. Like if there's so many buildings that we're doing, we have, uh, have to have a regional manager there doing inspections. So it's all systematic. So we're always going to have boots on the ground there no matter what, regardless. So talk, but so, yeah, your market question, there's only a few markets we'll market to though, right? Like yeah. our, our goal, and that's why I think we have a pretty good relationship with partners is we're not trying to set up shop in that city to blow up and, and to blow our brand up and win business, we'll, we'll be there, we'll win some business, but guess who's gonna get that business? Is the partner. You know, again, if it's, to us, we have certain thresholds that we'll know, like we want to set up shop, but we're not trying to take over markets, we're not setting up SEO, we're not, we don't do, we actually do zero marketing right now. We spend zero dollars on marketing. And everything's within reach, like we know we can't Don't get, take it out, don't take it on, right. Yeah, we know we can't, go and take over North Carolina if we got a great partner. Hell no. Why? Why do that if we got somebody good? We know we can't take on certain markets when somebody's already established there and doing better and doing that's great. Bad, that's doing bad business. Great, you know? That's just a, bad a business. A perfect example, Evelyn, right? Austin. I got a call for five buildings. I text Evelyn like the next morning. <laughs> Evelyn, she did the walkthroughs for us, right? Can you go, can you go through us, six right? walkthroughs real quick? Yeah, Evelyn did she the walkthroughs for us. took it over, boom. Like, that's the kind of morale that we want to build. No, right now we do non-signatory. Yeah, right. Non-union. We don't. 100% not yeah. Today, I'm getting a lot of. Ooh, yeah, that's. Ooh. a lot of requests to be. I feel like we're we're putting our foot in the water. Tough, though. Union, <laughs> that's a great question. No, no union's that's a great tough. Question, though. I mean, we live in Chicago. This is a very big union state. That's it's just not our forte. There's a lot of guys that do it well, and it's it's not another headache that we want to like deal with. Yeah, there's so many challenges with the union, like the employees stay, or if you get fired or whatever, lose a contract, those employees stay. It's like, I mean, again, we've, you know, like John, like some of the guys that actually do, do union, they've explained the challenges and obviously the positives. Money, of course, is a big positive part of it too, but, you know, learning that, let's say, for example, if your expectations of quality are so high, you know, unfortunately, there's only so much control in the union because, again, Unions in control, you know, but if you can escalate that quality maybe a little bit more, you'll be better than everybody else. And that's where I couldn't wrap my mind around that is saying, man, I can't control my quality. I can't tell these people what to do and blah, blah, blah. Like, how the heck can you do that? It's tough, you know, but what if you could just raise the bar? If you can raise the bar, and again, I'm talking union, you're going to be better than everybody else. All you got to do is raise the bar a little bit. No one said bring it to where your standard is. It is interesting. You know, it's a different mindset. It's interesting. You know? Connor, what do you got? They can pass the mic. Pass the mic. Yeah. Um, what would you say is a tangible difference between you guys and having an affiliate partner versus the classic subcontractor model? So, lot to touch on there, right? Where it's a gray line, right? It's a very, it's a very gray line. What we're what we our approach, where. This is what our client expects, right? We put it all on the client. Uh, they're okay with us having other contractors in, but scope of work, co-branding with t-shirts, the ability to not tell contractors what to do, but hey, here's the guidelines. 
here, what the client here's, expects. Here's what the client expects. Here's what we would do if we were in your shoes at that facility. And plus that technology. We share SWEP to everybody. Right? And let me go a little bit we, deeper into that, Rick. When it comes to the subcontractor model, I feel like it's almost like the car salesman, right? It has a stigma. Am I correct, right? We can all agree on that? Here's a huge difference. Subcontracting, I feel and I experience, is a one-way street. With us, it's a two-way street. I want to learn something from you. You need to learn something from us. How can we work together? Subcontracting is like, here you go. Here's a contract. Figure it out. Bam. Like, what? Okay. Am I even making any money? Wait, you told me it's four hours to clean. I'm spending six. And I'm not talking bad because people make money with subcontracting. Just be clear. That's the stigma that we're talking about, correct? That's the difference, right? So we don't want to go down that route. Uh, you know, uh, route, get it. Yeah, we, don't want to, we, don't, we don't want to approach it that way. That's just not our style. Like he just said about Paul, like, you, I don't want North Carolina. I want to work with Paul. Paul literally called us. They flew out. Yeah, yeah they, 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 they flew out. Paul, right? Try to go on the deal together. It's a two-way street. Paul's like, I mean, I want you guys to come in on it with me. All right, cool. Let's do it together. Yeah, yeah that's so, a great. So it's, so it's, a, it's a value-add relationship, Connor, to your answer. It's, we are a value, not we, all of us together. If we're, I'll talk about it tomorrow, but Route 2.0 has another solution. But this is a value-add relationship versus monetary. When you look at the, the traditional subcontractor model, it's all monetary. It's all, it, you, you get a, trust me, I've been there. You get a spreadsheet, they tell you what you're getting paid, that's it. There's no, that's it, that's all you're doing. That's not how we do it, we negotiate. What can you, in your city, what is good for you? Can we make it work? No, right? Our boy Omar might not be here anymore. Like, Omar, Omar was honest with us. Like, guys, man, I'd love to work with you guys, but my operations, I'm up here. Cool, man, no problem. We can't, we can't be there just yet. But we still talk. We still communicate because there may be another opportunity. But it's. A hundred percent be with Rosalado, you know, because um, at the moment I just couldn't do it because I had too much on my plate, right? To to really, because I don't want to go in and, and half-ass something, right? I want to go in and create the same system that you guys provided me, the educational content, and I couldn't do that. So at the time. But not saying that there's no opportunity in the future because if I was to work with anybody, it would be you guys, you know? Because if I've gotten, um, I would say, the most value from anyone across all social media platforms in terms of connecting with people and them freely feeding me information to help grow my business, it's been Rosalado. You know, and in turn, the people that have been on the cleaning and cocktails, right, who I automatically start connecting with next. Right, and start building relationships with Next. So I, I'm building like, I, I like to call myself like a smaller version in New York because um, it's, my footprint is kind of like what they're teaching me. You know? and, and I can tell you this much, man, if you're even considering it, the, the systems that I've taken from them and provided to my employees, to my upper management, um, has been extremely beneficial and my clients are happy. And I, and I don't work, they're not paying me to say this. Just yeah. did, you get, did you get a paycheck? <laughs> Are you, are you on payroll? Or? That's huge, man. And here, here's one thing, guys. I will say, you talk about MLS platforms and everything. My cousin's doing this shit for free. He's putting out knowledge for free. You don't get people like that. So to me, like, talk about empowering. It's right here. Like, he's putting everything he wants 
the knowledge out there, empowering, out there for free. You guys don't need to sign in for cleaning and cocktails. Those are business owners giving you guys tips on what to do for your business, how to better your business, how to do things the right way, legit. You know, like, that to me is, good job, Rick. That's all I can say. It is. Mila, you got a question? She's got a loud voice, though. She's got a loud voice. Hey guys, I'm Mila from Houston, Texas. So I only clean vac uh, vacation rentals, Airbnbs in uh, Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, and Austin. I want to do what you're doing, uh, Rick, uh, and expand to other places where I know vacation rentals are hot, like Florida, uh, Georgia. How do I make that next step? And then what is the percentage? You know. So first of all. I was going to tell you we got to do an episode together because there's a lot <laughs> of people. That, there's a lot of people that I mean, vacation rental cleaning it's different, right? It is a different type of clean. You're dealing with the host. The host is a client, right? The property owner is a client. There may be a management company that's a client, and then you got the uh, the guest that's coming in. That is now your inspector because they're going to bitch, right? I have a lot of inspectors yeah. before the so, guest. <laughs> So question is, you want to get into commercial. How do you get from what you're, no, no, actually no. Not, the question is how do you grow that business, right? It's very systematic, we, by the way. I, I, you might know better than me, actually. I, I don't so, know, vaca vacation rentals is not my thing. You so know, like, I think you're thinking about, and correct me if I'm wrong, my apologies. You're talking about process and protocols on how to physically control the operation to actually expand? Yeah, and maybe partnerships. Right. Instead yeah. of instead of hiring somebody in let's say Atlanta and I got you. It's, it, it has to be streamlined because yeah if it's not streamlined it's not scalable. No, so, yeah. so, like, so there should be a network for vacation rental cleaning companies, right? Which I mean, you talk to um, what's his name from Wash B and B. Yeah, Daniel. Right? Daniel, yeah, we're friends. So Daniel is building an awesome platform. Yeah. He actually told me he's trying to build a network for other vacation rental uh, cleaning companies. Where I think that's one of his goals is for you guys to connect and be able to expand. So I don't know if that looks like, if it's a, like a take rate or if it's a agreement between you. Because if you have hosts that are in other cities, which I think that's the way the game is, right? Vacation rental owners want to go, which I know, I think that's another business venture. <laughs> but vacation rental owners want to go, they want to grow their business. Why not keep you? as their cleaning provider, right. Right? right? I just, I don't know how the conversation would be, are they okay with you hiring other cleaning contractors, right? But if you're managing the process, they should be. Because if you're using technology to manage it, and you have a pulse of the business in these other states, why should they care, okay. you know? Yeah, a lot of times uh, what happens is, I'll go, let's say I had a meeting in Georgia, but they didn't like that I was not physically there. But I don't, I didn't have a team there. But I work with them in Dallas and San Antonio, and they give me 99 units, 64 units here, and there's a lot of business there. I just don't know if I should um, partner up with other cleaning companies who want to do Airbnbs and teach them my ways, or if I should just hire somebody uh, in, in whatever state I want to be in and then uh, work from there. I'm also very scared, but that's enough. I would say uh, it's all about trust, right? Like my answer is yeah. both. Yeah, it's, it's a, a faster scaling trust, and if you can 
Well, she's talking about stadiums. That's a different aspect. I understand that, but I'm just saying, as far as if it's scaling, it depends how, how big you want to scale. If you're trying to scale med medium size, a little bit, it depends what you want to take on. Because if you want to take on an employee somewhere else, you're going to have to set up shop there. If not, then that's where vendor management comes in. That's where everything else comes in. That, that's always the tough part, is when you hire an employee in another state, who is keeping an eye on that employee and to hire a regional manager in that employee, you better have you know, 10, 15, 20, 25,000 a month in business because it's costly, it's gonna cost you money. So yeah. that's why I like the affiliate partner network for me is if it's in, our threshold is if, you're, if we're in an area that's three accounts or lower, I 100% need an affiliate partner. If you're 10 accounts or more, I can hire a regional manager to manage that, an employee if I had one there. That's a good way to start, by the way. So depending on the business, can you afford to put some boots on the ground? That's how we did it. Great question. Thank you. Anybody else? Got it. True. Yeah. Carolina, what you got? <laughs> So at some point, what was that lead generation system you had in place that now you can say, I don't need to do any marketing? So I, and for that topic, I'm probably the worst person to speak. Ooh, to. I can answer this one. Well, no, I'm saying we didn't have, we didn't, we, we <laughs> don't. No, yeah, we don't have lead. Yeah, he is marketing. We don't, I mean, we, hold on, I actually. <laughs> actually, time out, time out, because that's, that's actually not correct. The website Michelle has built, the true. website that's that true. Joe had built, those we that website, that's our marketing. Like, that tells our story. Our clients are finding us through our website, and that, that's really and, and that's perfect, right? So, because you are where you are is great, but at the same time, when you have a lot of us in a situation where we think, we have a great graphic designer that contributed to our great website. We have SEO in place. We have media marketing campaigns out there, Google ads, yeah. the whole shebang. But you don't see a good ROI from it. So what do you say is what took you to where you are today? I, so, real, so graphic design doesn't matter. No. Right, like but, but the, the, the SEO is very important, right? I do know. What are you saying? What not? I that, mean, it's. I, you mind if I answer it? So here it is. If, if you want me to be honest, how we started it. Different services, okay, and changing the dynamic of how we talk to clients. Let me give you an example. If a client says, "Hey, I only want one service from you," right? Kind of like how we were talking about with the different services. They're going to go ahead and ask you questions, blah blah blah. And you're to, to us, we never said no. But here's what we did. We thought about it this way. I can have 1,000 clients and I do one thing for. Or can I have 300 that I do 20 things for? So that was the first thing. We tried to basically take the hot leads, or what they call it, right, instead of a cold call. We had the clients that are already that we're doing one or two services for, and we just, it's gonna sound cheesy, but suck the juice in every single service and every single possibly thing we could do first. Yeah, it is cheesy. <laughs> but, but I hope that makes sense. It does and, make sense. So 
and, and I'm sorry if I yeah, take you know, a lot it, of the It's time. more of, but instead they, of trying to find new business all the time, don't get me wrong, find new business. Yeah, the business you have in front of you, that's your biggest lead. Totally, job. that's one thing, right? But when you say, I'm making $20,000 a month, but I want to take it to $40,000 a month, you got to go and knock on doors to bring those 20 extra thousand dollars a month you want to make, right? Yeah, correct. I mean, the, the, I'll tell you, like, again, because marketing wasn't my forte, but like you got people like Mark in here, right? Who people should pick his brain, but he's got a, he's got simple steps to where if you are the business owner yourself, and again, because guys, it sucks when you're the only, when you got four or five employees, it's you doing 18 different things. There are some simple steps you can do that will drive business in the door. Um, Cause it's social media doesn't do it all. It doesn't, right? Um, word of mouth doesn't do it all. Th those things, if it happens, it happens. Those are, hey, take it. But there are simple steps you can take, um, which I actually would defer to Mark for you guys to talk to him later tonight. Um, or Connor probably has some good ones too. There's other people in this audience. Again, there there is no science to this. Hmm. Again, cause you, there's there's a lot of snake oil out there. There's these people that'll tell you they they got they're the SEO geniuses. <laughs> I, but set I would, those I goals fight, up like would, you're saying. If you're going from 20 to 40, whatever department it is, okay, I want to do from 20 to 40,000 in floor services. I want to do 20 to 30,000 in janitorial services or whatever services is. I mean, any salesperson will tell you just set up goals, figure out different ways, talk to your clients, you know, figure out different ways to make more money with the same clients, whether it be hire a salesperson for outside types of, you know, outside of the clients you already have. There's these different types of goals that you can try. And I know it's, it's easier said than done, right? It's, it's not that easy. But those are the things. And the survivors, the ones that hustle every day, you know, they say it, you know, in real salesmen, there's no ceiling. It's just literally pushing, 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 pushing until nobody, you know, until you get that goal. It's, it's yeah. adding services, floor services. If I cannot say it enough. I can't stress it enough. Everybody needs to learn floor services. The margin game there is 35 to 50 to 65%. You make money, you could do it yourself. Get as much business, everybody needs it. Carpet cleaning four times a year, strip and wax one time a year, hard surface floor scrub four times a year. Like, these clients need it. They're going somewhere else if they're not going to you. They're getting it done somewhere else. You're losing money can, there. Can I just say one thing too? Um, and I'm just curious if I can see you with a, with a show of hands. Uh, Everyone here is hands up in here. Everyone's janitorial services as janitorial cleaning does does janitorial cleaning, correct? Right? Hands up. Okay. Down. Now, hands up for everybody that also purchases the supplies for the clients as well. Hands up. Okay, so that's not everybody. Okay. So an example of that it, supply ordering. Yeah. Supply ordering. So and some people are like, I don't know how to do it, blah, 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 blah. All you literally have to do, guys, and this is I Omar, some of the guys, Paul, all you have to do is, for example, just take one picture a night of the janitor closet. It's just a simple example. If you take the picture in your cleaner, whether it's swap or whether you have the technology, whatever the case may be, and able to go ahead and strategically do groups, right, per building, one picture a night tells you the picture in real time, right, is a picture that's sent to you, right, of what's physically in that closet. So if you get one picture a night, by the way, you didn't hire anybody. This is free, right? Your cleaner's already there, one picture a night. You can see the supply closet, right? Am I wrong? Take a picture. Whether it's organized or not, right? You're gonna see it. Guess what? You can see the supplies now. You're able to manage the supplies now because you're getting a picture every single night. And then you can call the client and say, hey, just wanted to let you know, you're running out of toilet paper. Oh my God, thank you so much. Would you like us to take care of that for you so we don't have, it's one less thing you have to worry about. And then you charge, management charge or your cost on top of that. So there's different tricks you could do that. And by the way, I highly recommend that. It gets you more sticky, right? You're different, different services. And you didn't hire anybody? And what did it take? 
took one picture. That's all it did. It's just an example. If it's a smaller business, what would you charge for that? If it's so, I'll say it again. What would you charge for that? Like a management charge plus a, like a markup on supplies? Yeah, so smaller, I mean, it, I guess it's a catch-22 when you have to deal with the billing. At first, we used to do the markup. But then <laughs> billing was like, dude, this is insane. Like, it's hard to us buy first, then have to go yeah. back, reconcile, understand how to mark. I'm against markup. I would do a management fee. Yep. I would say, hey, a per so what we've done is a percentage of what the cleaning service charges that month. That is our charge to the client. They're hands-free, they never have to worry about. We are always replenishing and ordering their supplies and buying better for them. We can, for a small company, we can buy better than they can, yeah. hands down. And they might not do both. They might just say, okay, just buy it. They might not ask you to manage it, right? And what he's saying specifically on the invoice, right? So you might just be like, all right, we'll just buy it. Because remember, managing it and buying it, two different stories. Okay, so how do you charge for that? Like so we, so it, it, Percentage, right? It could be a five, seven, ten percent, or it could be a dollar amount, right? Call it fifty bucks a month, thirty bucks a month. You have to, I mean, that that part really dictates on your business. And is are you going to do it, right? Or like for us, we have a full time person who supply, who manages our supply ordering. Well, but we got there. Yeah, the smaller ones. Yeah. Smaller ones. Yeah. Staples or Amazon. Yeah. So no matter what, they're gonna. And you're going to buy it at wholesale and you can present retail. You dictate how you want to charge. And then you guys think about by taking on supply ordering, guess who's happy now? Your supplier. Why? Your supplier is saying, holy cow, you're spending a lot of money. This isn't just for you. Like, no, I'm buying on behalf of my clients. Give me a better price. Okay, so that <laughs> takes me to another question of um, our local huge supplier. Amazon is a lot cheaper than they are. Like, even on their wholesale prices. Is that across the board or is that like? Hold that note for tomorrow. Okay. We will talk about oh, that. Yeah, oh, good question. I will, I, will be getting, I will be getting you a better price at Amazon. That's for sure. But no, because that, that's a problem, right? My goal with our 2.0 approach with the, you guys aren't being able to get the best price, Pricing. and they won't give it to you, right? You're, you're not going to get, you have to hit a certain revenue to get that buying power. With what we're trying to do is I'm trying to deliver that buying power. Because uh, Home Depot, dude, they woke up. They woke up and they saw with COVID, cleaning supplies was number two. They were number two on their, on their list of supplies that were being ordered. So they have a new vision of, we need to service and help the small business owner because they are buying a shit ton of product, but we don't know where they're buying, how they're buying. That's our, that's our goal is, because if, imagine if you could take all 10 of your clients and buy for them and yourself at a better price you're going to continue to be able to add that as a service. Great question. Any other questions? Oh, yeah. What system do you guys use to communicate with your employees, contractors, and clients? Do, do you mean operational, like our janitorial operational software? No, uh, I'm talking about like um, kind of like your route system. Um, you know, do you have client portals on, on, on your route system? What, what system do you use to show that the tasks have been completed. Yeah, so that's actually for uh, tomorrow. Um, we actually saw, have something called the uh, six steps to success. Okay. So we can physically see across the United States. Uh, it's minute by minute, we can get down to granular to hour by hour. Okay. 
of actually going out. And the what we've learned is the challenges in the industry, Cyric, is just that there's no transparency through the night. Let's say, for example, if they're cleaning, people are like, I got a timestamp in, timestamp out. But they don't know what's happening, right? We we're, were able to do that. But and the again, more conversation we're going to have tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. I, I got to hold some stuff for you guys tomorrow, yeah. right? All right. <laughs> nah, me and Mike, the teams together, there's, a, there's some cool stuff that we're coming up with for not only team communication, employee yep. communication, but client portal communication. Because again, it's just another service to add to give a client the opportunity to submit a work order, complete that work order, confirm the work order was done, and then bill for that work order. So it's all about a seamless approach. Great question. Yes. I love tech, so love to pick your brain. What are you guys using for admin task management? Not necessarily for, you know, out in the field, but for admin. What are your, what's the process software that you're using in task so, management? No, so, we, so right now we got Salesforce, and we use Chatter on Salesforce, and we use Slack. But unfortunately, you know, because I'm trying to get everybody on Slack, you know, because I love Slack. Slack is my uh. number one tool. But uh, email has unfortunately been our best way to do things, but... We are trying to move towards Slack and trying. Salesforce Chatter is based on the account. Mike, I told you already about this on the management side. <laughs> if we could get what you're doing with the cleaner communication to do it for management, come on, man, let's go. Awesome. So sales, sales Chatter, you said? Salesforce. Salesforce. Chatter. But it's Salesforce? we don't utilize it as much as we as we should. Yeah. And that's for the one-off daily admin tasks. Well, that, yeah, that, that's for if anything, because what Salesforce does well for now is everything's account-based. So anything with to do with that account, if you chime in, post a message, the t our entire management team can see it, reply back, and then there's a thread with dates, timestamps. But on the tech side for route, like, I mean, we use Asana, we use ClickUp, we use Trello. But that's, I can't get these guys over there. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, there's quite a few. You have Monday, JC, like Monday, software, House so Call if Pro. If you think about it, that's a lot of software. Yeah, there's a lot of softwares. Monday, House Call Pro, there's quite a few that we use. And yeah. your favorite out of those? What'd you say? And your favorite? Out of my all favorite? Of those? Yeah. So right now, I, I actually like Asana is my favorite. <laughs> Why? What's up? What you got? <laughs> what you got? <laughs> what you got? What did you, let's go. What do you got? No, I'm picking your brain in this session. I had mine. <laughs> um, what about for your processes? What are you using for processes? So I mean, we used to use Monday for, for the flow chart. Um, but obviously, processes right now is internal. That's actually something, we, that's actually something we're, we're trying to do better at with Salesforce. Because Salesforce is a little dated, right? They could, get, they could modernize some stuff, because processes should be a part of that system. Uh, but it's about workflow. Uh, to your answer to that, we're, we're trying to improve it as well. See, well, we're, all, we're always trying to improve. You guys are doing it, so keep, keep it up. Thank you. We got room. For, we got. Let's get one more question. Cause one more. Let's go. We got to get energy back up in here. Yeah. yeah. So, so back in 2009, when Facebook kind of started, I remember going on there and telling people that I want to, I want to make this industry sexy, right? Ooh. Not, not being inappropriate, but just saying like I wanted to bring, make it more attractive, type of a deal. One of the things that connects me to you guys is I love, I love the look. The image, the black, the you know, the pop of color, like everybody looks attractive. When I was going out for clients, I would sometimes dress in a suit. People would say like, like, who are you? And I'm like, I'll come to clean your place. I mean, you don't look like a cleaner, you know, because of how I, how I carried myself. 
you guys have an image that I believe is attractive. Why do you think it's important for us to have such an attractive image? <laughs> like, I, I always, I'm huge on this, and I tell everybody, Rio recognizes Rio. You do what you gotta do. If you feel like you're gonna go out there and clean that account the best in a suit, and it's gonna get you more business, then that's you. Like, that's, that's who you are. You can't change that, you can't put on a, a front for anybody else. And I think this is who we are. You know what I mean? So, real recognizes real. If you're sincere about how you do your work, if you're honest, but you just dress a little different, who cares? Like, that quality and who you are is gonna get you more business. And that, at the bottom line, that's why we got where we are, because we haven't changed for anybody, and we're not going to. And it you shows know? that you care, right? It shows that you care, and you take it serious, like you said, with the suit. By the way, I watched the podcast. Amazing. <laughs> By the way, you guys need to watch this podcast. Oh, Rick. Um, it shows that you care, man. It, you're, you're representing yourself, like he you said, your realness, yourself. And you know what? It's one thing, I, I'm, I have to say this, you could never change authenticity, right? You can't, right? You can't change that. You can't fake it.